Welcome to another edition of the Cuz I Have To podcast, when living your dream is the only option. This week's guest is an audiobook narrator, mother of six, yoga teacher, and mystic, living on a small animal sanctuary in the hills of Pennsylvania with her husband from Hare Krishna. I knew I'd screw that up. From Hare Krishna to homeschooling to rave culture. Every day is an adventure. Please welcome Leslie Howard to the program. Welcome, my lady. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, what are the, what's next? What are they going to do? <laughs> are you ready for us to do a deep dive into your mystical life? Ooh, I'm ready. <laughs> all right, we're going to find out more about Leslie Howard. That is all coming up next. We made it to season three of the Cuz I Have To podcast. When living your dream is the only option. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. We'll be chatting with guests and each other about facing your fears and going for it in life. We hope to inspire you to live your dreams. Now let's get to it. And we're back. Welcome, Leslie Howard. Thank you. You know, it's cute, like always trying to figure out the connection that uh, we have with guests. So so we both studied uh, nonfiction audiobook coaching with Sean Pratt. And at one point, Sean to- showed me your website and was like, hey, check out her website. It really shows who she is. And then I just started following you, I think, on Instagram. Hmm. And here we are today. It all just became a connection. So oh, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of neat to... It's kind of neat also, you know, sometimes social media can be so gross, like with other stuff, but it's also neat to make connections with people that you wouldn't normally, you know, connect with. So it's kind of cool. Definitely. Yeah. So thank you, Sean. Sean Pratt. Yeah. Mr. Sean Pratt. He was my audiobook guru. Yeah, yes. I was going to say the guru. Yeah. We are both graduates of his program. Yes. <laughs> when did you graduate? I just graduated a couple months ago. I think it was maybe 2019. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, So, okay. So you're an audiobook narrator. I guess what I just asked, you know, we have people on just discussing their biggest passions. And and overall, what would you say? I mean, you got, uh, like, we were kind of laughing. Jason and I was kind of updating him on your bio. You got a lot happening. Homeschooling. I mean, six kids. Like, what is happening? You look like you're 24. What's going yes, on? Yeah, literally. Yeah. I've had six kids and I look younger than I did before I had six kids. <laughs> you live on a farm, the spirituality. Where where do we begin with you, Leslie? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm just, I'm really creative. And I've often thought of my life as kind of a fairy tale you know, where I would imagine things happening and always have a really rich inner life. And as I got older, it all would just like manifest into real things. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So you're a manifester, manifesting yeah. queen, <laughs> as I like to say. <laughs> yeah. So that's just your your life is manifesting. You wake up in the morning, you're like, what do I manifest today? Do you, when you wake up, do you, is there like a fire? Are you outside? Are you like 
taking two pieces of wood, some sticks together to make your fire? <laughs> well, you know what? I never like ask for anything. It's more like I'm offering incense to the deities and just like <laughs> surrendering, you know? <laughs> I like it. That's <laughs> it sounds peaceful. I mean, you know, us city folk, we just picture, yeah, oh, lighting a fire sounds nice. And then you're like, well, I light the incense and then I surrender and I do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that I guess that makes sense. <laughs> kind of. So then how did you like how do audiobooks fit into this mystical world? Like, did you how did you get into audiobooks? Did you stumble upon it? Was it something like what was the first thing that made you get into it? Yeah, well, it was kind of intentional and kind of stumbling, you know, like I knew a direction I wanted to go. I had been doing, you know, I've always been doing a lot of creative things, making things, writing things. And so I was having kids, which was like a big creative thing and doing, uh, I had like an Etsy shop and I was doing, making dolls and like a million things were in my Etsy shop. Like this is how I am. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still have an Etsy shop now? Beads and no, no. I'm trying to focus, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to do something um, that was more reproducible. You know, I wanted to share myself more widely and like make more income to support my family because then the kids were like growing up and they you needed money, <laughs> not just me, you know. Yeah. Um. So I thought of something more reproducible and I've always loved performing in all different ways. And so um, we thought of, you know, I talked to my husband about it and I just got this idea of doing like, what can I do like voiceover or audiobooks? You know, from when I was a kid, like my great grandmother told me once, you should read audiobooks, you know, and it was like in my head. And the first books I heard as a child were actually audiobooks. My parents didn't like really read to me, but um, that was actually a really nice gift um, because I heard like, you know, actresses and actors like reading to me when I was young. And then I read to my kids every day. So it was kind of like a thing, especially with the homeschooling. And um, so I just like got online and started researching. I did um, a chapter for um, LibriVox, which is like a volunteer public thing. And, um, you know, it was maybe a year or so after that, you know, I got back to it. And I just like um, I found uh, ACX where you could uh, make a profile and audition to read audiobooks. And it was like free. You just had to put your stuff on there. And so I did. And it just like took off. I got jobs and, you know, I actually started working with Sean Pratt fairly early on and got the got the teacher and um, the coach. And he kind of showed me how like everything worked in the industry went to events and, you know, I just kind of like had things really take off. And, uh, and I wanted to be, bring me to it, like this really authentic spiritual person, you know, who'd be like really real. And that is kind of, you know, what the style is now they want, you know, natural reads and stuff. So it was good timing for that. And I've mostly, I've done a lot of like spiritual nonfiction. So I love doing that, but I also do fiction and other stuff. Haven't too. you done, have you done, I think I saw in your thing, you've done over 200 books, audiobooks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just lot. passed the end of the um, wow. last year. Yeah. That's pretty Jeez, cool. Jeez, 200. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where if I've you, read okay, 200 you, books. In where my do life. you find the time, by the way? Like, well, I really kids. gradually like, like pushed my way into it. At first I was really, I mean, I have six kids and I like home birth, homeschool, like I, they, they never had a bottle, you know, they were on me. You know, <laughs> It's like, that's all I did for like 
I don't know, almost about 20 years. <laughs> oh my gosh. But then like 20 years actually passes. How old are your kids? <laughs> the oldest is 26 and we have like 22, 20, 16, 14, and nine. That's insane, by the way, that you have a 26-year-old. Oh my yeah. God. I know. I mean, you, you just look so young. You <laughs> barely look 26 <laughs> or 30. <laughs> that's yeah. Funny. Wow. I mean, yeah. That's, I've, that's I've good. got genes that, you know, runs in the family. And I've been doing yoga like every day almost since I was 18, Kundalini wow. yoga, which has wow. really helped. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeez. I did yoga for a month and I was like, okay, this is hard. <laughs> yeah, no, you really, I mean, if you really consistently do it, it's, you, you sure. get such a body change. So we did it for a while, and then we're like, wow, we can see our body changes, and then we stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at how good and we feel and look. Okay, it's time to stop. Yeah, we got to stop right. this. Oh, oh, time yeah. to party. Take a break. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was, I know. It was weird. Yeah, but yeah, we did so every funny. day for a month, though. We did a month that's uh, really challenge good. thing. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. cool. <laughs> I don't know if that's something to boast about after we no, I mean I don't I don't know anybody unless you're someone, you know, like a true yoga person or uh whatever you call it, um someone who studies it or follows it, you know, it's I'd say I don't know many people who are not yoga people that have done it every day for a month right, is what okay. I'm trying I'll to give say. Give us a little pat on the back. Yeah, they might take a class once a week or something. Yeah, yeah. once a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And and they may be consistent. Sure. Doing it once a week for five years straight. Yes. Okay, <laughs> fine. That's pretty good. But every day, that's that's a lot. <laughs> that's intense. I'm just saying, you know, All like right. when we exercised <laughs> every day, we did it for four yeah. months every, every day. I mean, that was a lot. Yeah. We need to get back in some Just patting ourselves. I mean, we how do you, uh, you know. that would be my big question because we've, we've um, dove into some things, but then didn't really necessarily stick with it. What, how do you keep your commitment and your focus like you do? Hmm. Any tricks? Any tricks, Leslie? Well, I don't know. I think like, you know, the, the inner passion kind of comes into it. You know, I just, I have a really strong longing in me for something really deep and great and spiritual. And it kind of drives me, you know, to keep up my practices and, and keep trying to grow because it's like nothing in the world, like will satisfy me. (laughs) Well, is that good or bad? I was going to say, what does that mean? Like, is that a good or bad thing? Like nothing will satisfy you. Was that um, I think it's good. I mean, I also like find a lot of pleasure in things, you know, but there's something like I'm yearning for that I feel like is beyond the material. So it keeps you going. Mm-hmm. You're never like, oh, I'm satisfied. So I'm going to stop. You're like, oh, that was really neat. Now I need to want to see something else. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I first started doing yoga, I was like 18. It was right when I met my husband and he. I was always like looking for something like, you know, I use the term mystic, you know, I was always having like spiritual experiences and stuff, different things, not nothing like exactly predictable, but I always like wondered about it and like yearned for knowing about it. I didn't have a vocabulary or anything. And um, then I found the metaphysical uh, section in the bookstore in the mall (laughs) and like started working my way through that. But still, like, I didn't really have, like, a foundation, you know. And um, then when I met my husband, he was into, like, Reiki and yoga and, like, Eastern philosophy. And I was, like, and vegetarianism, like, all this stuff. And I was, like, this is what I'm looking for. 
And uh, I loved like altering my consciousness, you know, you know, part of that yearning, you know, from like, you know, drugs or psychedelics or, you know, getting high and like feeling so good. And like, I wanted to stay that way, you know, sure. and sure. that's what I found like with Kundalini Yoga. So no drugs, no psychedelics. Well, I mean, or you some. can still have those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I guess you were able to find it. I'll use the term naturally, like on your own by doing the yoga uh, that you practice. Yeah, and you know, those other things can still help with relaxation. Oh, no, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. (laughs) sure. Oh, my. Are you kidding me? Of course. I mean, it it probably helps just about anything get to the point like that. (laughs) I was just trying to envision if you were only doing yoga and things would occur just doing that. Or maybe it just helps. No, totally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. No, I mean, sure. Do drugs. (laughs) Whatever so, that means. When yeah, when you were as I say, she in her bio she says she's into the rave culture. So that Good was old raves. Uh, that might be where drugs could come in. Um, <laughs> is that like when you're like were you a big raver when you're a teen? Well, I I would have loved it, but I you know I went to a lot of parties and stuff, but I didn't really get access to that. And then. Um, uh, let's see, like a couple years ago, like my husband and I had like never like gone out for a night alone, you know, oh like gosh. in all these years. Come on, like, wow. come on. Wow. Is that wow. real? No, really? Like it was like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. It was why, like, why we really that? loved each what other, but like, yeah. yeah. And so um, I was like, I saw on Facebook, there was like an event, like a Grateful Dead concert, like locally, like a camping thing. And I was like, maybe we should do something you know and like that just kind of like opened a whole new era in my reconnecting with my husband which we totally deserved and needed to do and so then we discovered like these kinds of events and like raves in the woods camping and it's like perfect what about have you ever gone to burning man or are you a burner? No, Are you a burner? I would like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. pretty far for us. Yeah. So yeah. we're mostly Greenwich like, Coast. you know, in our within our state, um, Pennsylvania, there's a lot of different events. Like It seems like, um, I, I feel like there's a lot of people like you, but maybe in the 70s, like you seem like you could be the type that would hop in, you know, a van and drive cross country and decide <laughs> to live in California that never came about. <laughs> Have you always been on the East Coast? I have. Like, I used to think about going to California and like, um, I almost went to a a high school for acting, like a performing arts high school. And I had this whole like, you know, what would happen if I did this? You know, (laughs) I pictured myself in California, but I felt like I wasn't ready for it. I felt like I would kind of like not know who I was and like lose myself and like drugs and like everyone would want to have sex with me and <laughs> would be a mess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that could have happened. That's so funny. <laughs> You're not wrong, you know. Hey. We're so you humans. feel like in Pennsylvania, you're a little more secure? Yeah. I mean, I'm not really worried about it now. I would like to go to California at some point. Probably we're not going to move there. I did live in um, Olympia, Washington, actually, um, in the 90s for a little while. And that was super amazing. And the culture and the people. And we had a lot of like spiritual community there that was awesome. Sure. Yeah, that's cool. Have you ever Mm -hmm. done ayahuasca? No, no, no. 
Oh, I've heard about it. Just yeah, about the woods. Okay, yeah, yeah, graves. <laughs> well, isn't that a pretty? Isn't that used as? I guess you could say a guiding thing to, right? I mean, isn't that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. very. It's very considered very therapeutic, you know, right? For people yeah. in their like self exploration and healing. Sure. Yeah, I right. mean, the only thing I've heard about it is that you got to make sure you're with a real like shaman who knows how to get you out so, of it. Because yeah, sometimes you don't trained. actually yeah. get out of it right. So it's not yeah, like I think I don't it'd know. be cool to you know like, go to like. Peru or or somewhere in Guatemala. Yeah. Or I'm not sure exactly where they do, but yeah, right. <laughs> I know stuff like that is interesting, but I've known a few people that didn't come out of it and they stayed stuck in. And I don't know that it was ayahuasca. It was probably something way more intense, and something changed them permanently. Yeah, for not the better. So just going off of what you were saying, Julie, like it's you do need a whatever you want it's to call not it, a spiritual a recreational guide thing you know it's like yeah. you really need yeah. someone correct yeah professional who really knows what they're doing yeah 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 um i don't know that i would it seems very scary to me <laughs> i narrated it i narrated a book called psychedelics for everyone so you can check that out oh. <laughs> oh, nice. that's cool <laughs> yeah. i like i'm too scared too i'm afraid that i'll go somewhere so far and <laughs> and like it back. too much oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we don't do heroin, kids. We don't do heroin. Yeah, some things you just don't want to try. You don't yeah, want to like correct. it. There, yeah, you don't want to, exactly. So now, what about your time um, or your experience? You, know, you said you're into um, Hare Krishna. How, mm-hmm. how about that? Are you a George Harrison fan? As he also got into that for a bit. Is that That's yeah. basically a Buddhist world. Like, what what practices do you do that that center around that? Yeah, well, um, it's not really Buddhist in that it, the way it would be different is that it's it's a personal. It's not like an idea of oneness or nothingness or dissolving the ego. Um, it would be developing a personal relationship with God and um, surrendering to that. And um, when it's called like bhakti yoga. Um, bhakti is like devotion and through it's basically like love is supreme and through this connection if you can connect with god in a loving way then like you know everything <laughs> like yeah. every, all, all the knowledge and whatever guidance you need and you know full bliss and you know because like the idea is like we're part of god you know like everything is connected and everything is separate, and God is in both of those, and and unique. So, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. No, I'm practices. Uh, again, um, we yeah. got into it pretty pretty early on, actually. Um, when yeah. I was like nineteen, twenty, we first. Um, well, first, uh, my husband was studying yoga for a really long time, and um, he was studying different scriptures, and he had, like, an experience with the Bhagavad Gita and Krishna, which really just, like, changed his life. And I had also had a personal experience, like, when I was on a band trip <laughs> in high school, I was at the Smithsonian, and outside there were, like, Hare Krishna guys, like, giving out, like, 
books and stuff. And um, I had heard they might be there because my boyfriend at the time had a T-shirt that his sister had bought him when she was on the band trip that said, like, Hare Krishna. And he was the lead singer in a band. And, like, he um, – that was, like, his – main t-shirt to wear like on stage it was like so cool and I always like I was always like what is that how do you say that you know so when I saw the guy like we walked up to each other and met eyes and it was just like like took a a breath and stared in each other's eyes and like this is gonna be good and then like one of the chaperones came and like broke us up and like started yelling at him (laughs) and so I didn't even talk to him I didn't get a book um but I got on the bus and I was like, that was crazy. And we we're all talking about it and stuff. And then I was waiting in line um, to take a tour of the, the Capitol building. And I had like a really powerful experience. Like, I didn't know what it was. I felt like I got struck by lightning. Wow. Like, like everything just like, just blanked out. Like my body was just like doused in energy, like, you know, like every cell. And yeah. um and then like I opened my eyes and I was like different. Um, like I I it was it had been in a relationship for like a couple years. It was really close with this guy and I like wasn't in love with him anymore. I was wow. just like changed. I thought it was like Cupid's arrow, I called it. That's, wow. <laughs> like the opposite or something. Yeah, the <laughs> um, yeah, but um I actually that so that was kind of like my first experience with Krishna. And I think that um, like the path of my life was like changed in that moment. Wow. Now, was that the guy with the T-shirt? Was that your husband now? No, no it was just no. a person. Did you ever serve this person purpose. again? No. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? He served his purpose. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, he's a nice guy. But yeah, no, I ended up breaking up. And like the next really like steady boyfriend I had was my husband. Like after that. Wow. Yeah. What a wild. That's uh, stuff like I love stuff like that, though, just (laughs) kind of far out out of this world and also doesn't necessarily happen a lot. Or if it does, you're unaware of it or whatever, you know. Yeah. That's cool. Like we all have stuff, but it's hard to like, you know, document it and think about it like scientifically. So it gets like put aside. But like everybody has experiences like that. Um, I actually narrated a book called Extraordinary Knowing which is about they talk to all kinds of scientists and stuff and they always have weird experiences, you know, like transcendental experiences, people who are into sports or anyone who's really good at anything, you know, sometimes goes into this like transpersonal kind of state, you know, where they just like know what to do, you know, and um, yeah, it's really kind of mysterious for people and like modern science can't really handle it basically. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a thing <laughs> but it's yeah it exists right <laughs> wow how about when you met your husband was that like a mystical experience yeah you know, like yeah it was, it was. <laughs> <laughs> we first was, met through yeah. go ahead go ahead sorry uh, we we first met through a friend and um so like we were in a group talking and he was talking about reiki and stuff and i was like this was really interesting and i like wanted to keep hanging out but he had to go i sang the rainbow connection that night and um then the first time we talked just the two of us we met in a coffee shop that I used to hang out at in Buffalo and uh then we just like didn't stop talking you know it just that it was a beginning that never ended and and I was saying that night I was like we're at a crossroads 
we're at a crossroads. Like I could just feel like my life path just like changing. And like, then we agreed. He gave me a Reiki treatment and I did his astrology chart. <laughs> that was like our first like scheduled meeting. And then he came out to the woods and all. And the first time we kissed, it lasted like two and a half hours. And it was like an ex- weird, like explosion of light in the sky. <laughs> wow. It was the complete opposite of the guy before. <laughs> it was the Cupid, the opposite of the Cupid era or whatever you said. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Did you say Buffalo? Did you live in Buffalo? Yeah, I grew up like an hour south of there, like oh, in the nice. country. Yeah, cool. My dad's from there. Um, oh. And many friends. So anytime I hear people, oh, yeah, Buffalo. Oh, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. snow there. I learned the bars stay open a lot later there than everywhere else. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was know. used to like everything closing at four. And now we once in a while go out somewhere and it's like one and they're like closing. <laughs> I know. Are you, do you drink alcohol? I don't. No. Yeah, I, I have um, some like, wine when I yeah. go to like social events. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh, what would you give anybody advice who's like trying to seek a little bit more of a spiritual life, like any kind of um, you know, find like what you feel inspired by, like a connection you feel, whether it's like spending time in nature, like especially if you're really not sure what to do, like spending time in nature is always a good way to start i think nature is just like more elemental and and more clear and connected spiritually like all the building blocks for what we do are in like a tree like think of all the things you can make out of wood it's like crazy sure yeah 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 Yeah. you know and and do some practices you know find some regular inspiring practices to do All right. We are at the part of the program where it's five o'clock somewhere. We ask you five quick questions to get to know you even more. Leslie Howard, are you ready for that? I'm ready. (laughs) Question number one. You live quite the country life. If you were forced to live in a big city, which one of these would you choose? New York City, Los Angeles, London, Paris. Ah. You're forced. You have to go. Pack your bags. You leave in an hour. (laughs) My French is so bad. It's got to get better. London, no. I think I'd say Los Angeles. You want to come visit us? Yeah. That's right. Okay. All right. That sounds right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number two. Okay. What's one thing about you that others find surprising? Um, I got to find something more unusual. I mean, they're surprised I have six kids. Yeah, I will <laughs> say that is a... <laughs> I'm still a little surprised about that. <laughs> that is surprising, yes. <laughs> hey, you're cute. Want to have six kids? Yeah. Um, okay, question number three. Name one thing one of your kids did in the past week that made you laugh. Um, oh, um, let's see. Or past few weeks something somebody I remember my son doing something funny on the computer like with his coding stuff but I don't remember exactly what it was (laughs) gee I wonder why oh because there's six of them yeah that makes sense (laughs) that's definitely no I mean that's fine it's a lot of attention to have to all right uh, question number four okay in the movie of your life who plays you 
Winona Ryder. I like that. Yeah, I could see that. I can yeah. see that too. I'm a Winona Fran. Fra- Fra- yeah, we just started watching. Fam. Or we just watched Stranger Things. She's so oh, good in that. We loved it. Yeah, yeah really that was really good. Okay, uh, question number five, your final question, Leslie. When your time on Earth is over, what do you hope to leave behind? <sighs> no pressure. Um, um, memory of like love and inspiration and and how to find the light switch to turn on love and inspiration in your life. That's very sweet. That's yeah, it's a great answer. I like the I mean, love. I think so. Yeah. You're glowing with love. <laughs> Lots Seriously. of post videos of you because you're just like so like that's why I was following you. I'm like, you gotta be on the podcast. You just got like, such a great energy. Yeah. Yeah, I love you guys. I was like, yes, I want to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been an awesome guest, Leslie Howard. Check her out, her audiobook narration. Uh they your what's your website name? Is it your name? Um, uh, Leslie Howard audiobooks.com, I think. There you go. You also mm-hmm. are a yoga teacher. Oh, we didn't even get into you do a little belly dancing too, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love to dance all different ways, like a trance dancing sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're such Good a burning trance. man. You got I'm like, you got to <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> you totally have to go to burning. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've been really fun having uh, having you on the pod. Thanks for coming on. And uh, I look forward to seeing uh, follow you. What's your Instagram? I is it the same? Uh, oh, it's isn't it Leslie Howard narrates? Maybe yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so anyone can follow you there. And um, mm-hmm. well, I feel like you should. I feel like we should just tell you to fly away, and then you should just go. <laughs> we want to see some magic. Can you do any magic? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's where we cue the twinkle uh, sound effects. All right, well, thanks for being on, and thank you for sharing all your passions. You got so many; it was really fun to get to know you more. Yeah, yeah thanks so much. I love talking to you. You too. Welcome to the Afterpod, where we talk about our guest after they leave the room. You know what? One thing uh, that was Leslie Howard, uh, audiobook narrator, mother of six, spiritual yoga leader. Uh, we didn't even talk about our hair as exa- almost exactly the same color. It's like a yeah, dark pink. A, uh, we've had a lot of, you know, it's funny. The podcast yeah. lady, Jillian, Jillian, also had, yeah. she has striking dark pink hair. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What color was uh, surfer Christina's hair at the time? I don't know. Uh oh, you know, might have been. Oh pink. God, I don't know either. It might have been pink. Could have been bleached, but yeah, it might have been pink. Yeah, that was. She's got an interesting life, doesn't she? Seem like someone I could totally see her living in Portland. Yeah. But also, hopping in the van with the six kids and moving to California seems totally likely. I feel like I should have just said this to her. I'm just thinking about it now. Yeah. She seems like someone who's from another era, like the sure. '60s for sure. I mean, that she could looks, be, yeah. She looks literally like she could almost be in her 20s. She has a 26-year-old <laughs> kid. I mean, I've done it before, and I almost was like, yeah, okay, out with it. How old are you? Come on. Yeah, well, I figure she's spread, at least spread 46 because she mentioned yeah. something about being 19 or 20. and that would Oh, you're have, right. And that would have been like before she had kids or could have been right around. So right. she's at least 46, but she looks right. so young. Um, she looks incredible, I know. 
Yeah, that was such a fun getting to know someone that you don't know too well. And and I'm sure she could deep dive into a lot of her spirituality and stuff that we're not. Because I'm actually not too familiar with Hare, Hare Krishna. Yeah. Uh, Hare. 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 Hare Krishna. Yeah, I can't yeah. say it. I mean, Hare, like with the D sound almost. Hare. Hare Krishna. Yeah. Uh, George Harrison would be very disappointed in me. Um, <laughs> I mean, there was a few things we didn't go over either. Like the, her, her, she loves dancing, belly dancing specifically, but all kinds she mentioned. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. A lot of spirituality yeah. there. Yeah, and, and I the just, way like, that she met her husband and like the guy before and how that all ended. I was I mean, a little confused with. It, yeah. She saw that guy. She never dated that guy, right? She just saw him and that scooted off on the bus, right? That's not the guy she dated. No, correct. It was just a moment in time. Yeah. And then, at, but after that point, then she remember she went through boyfriend. something and then it was yeah. like, oh yeah, no, I'm not, I don't want guy. this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, they should do whatever happened to her should be like for people who smoke, although they probably do do something like that. But that sounded empowerful. Like to get them very to quit powerful. smoking? Yeah. You know, like, bam, I don't want to smoke anymore. Just like she didn't want to be with that guy anymore. <laughs> You know, sometimes things happen. When I was much younger, I was dating a guy. He's that older. He was older than me. And we kept breaking up and getting back together. I was in my 20s. It was terrible. But one, I literally woke up one day. I feel like you had the same thing one time. I woke up one day and I was just done. Yeah. That's it. And I mean, uh, sometimes it's not even a big inciting incident. I know. Well, that's why I mentioned to her, like, it's an un... Like, you know, some people don't even realize or are not aware of, of certain things. What happened, yeah. Yeah. Where obviously someone like her who practices and studies and tries and does so many things that do, I don't know, open more spirituality of some sort, whatever that means, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, open your mind, like they, like they said in Total Recall. It's a shame she's a vegetarian because I could imagine her like out there with a bow and arrow getting animals and cooking them on a little skewer like in in the uh what is it the last of us yeah right right instead i know like carrots she could have carrots on the fire spinning them around or roast you sure can yeah oh yeah Mm Mm-hmm. that's delicious all right well that was another great episode uh 125 right there jay fry God, that is crazy. I feel like we just did 112, and then before that, I feel like we did 87, and then before, yeah. you know, it's like... It goes by. Like we, just wanna, we just want to let the listener know, through thick and thin, no matter what is going on in our life... I tell you what... We continue the podcast. Sometimes yeah. it's under dire conditions. We still come. Uh, but we still yeah. get in here. We record. Yeah. I know. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, until next time. That's right. Love you guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Cause I Have To Podcast. Find us on Instagram at Cause I Have To Podcast. Email us at Cause I Have To Podcast at gmail.com. If you know someone living their dreams, tell us about them. And if you dig what you hear, please share, share the, the podcast, podcast on, on your, your socials, socials so we can grow this baby. Okay, folks, until next time.